Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What is up, everyone? We are back. Episode 86. You were doing that sports thing for a while. You want to you wanna take an all-timer here on 86? Is that Heinz Ward? It is Heinz Ward. Yes, I got one. it. 86. Not only are we back, we are back with a third idiot, if you will, in the in the nicest way possible. In the nicest way possible. Maggie is joining us, former uh, fill-in for myself on an episode, uh, holding it down in Catanning. So, Maggie, how excited are you to uh, to be back? So excited. First time went really well. So we're excited to talk about what our topic today. So I wish you guys could see the setup that we have because now I'm going to yell at Maggie to make sure she looks at the camera when she talks instead of us. I know. Because she was looking at a weird angle there. Uh, Somebody has a nice Christmas tree. I know. I I apologize for any echo that's happening. This was like a last minute thing thrown up. So is it echoing? Hey, it's free. Yeah, it's, it's, free. it's free. So if you got an echo, you got an echo. It's free. Shout out to everybody that came out to the Christmas parties last week. Uh, all three. I got a piece of the Leechburg one and the Cheswick one. Uh, both were a ton of fun. I know uh, Katanning was was as well. Good spread on the food. Real good spread on the food. So shout out to everybody that came out for that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that bought a sweatshirt or a T-shirt. I think those started getting delivered. Yeah, I think they should have been. Uh, I think those started getting shipped out. So appreciate you hopping on board for that. What else? We got anything else going on? Any other shouts out? Hey, shout out the Dom. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out the Dom. Killing it. Killing it. Down 47 pounds. Had quite the uh, before and after there this morning. So shout out to Dom and Katanning. Beating it up. Mm. Love to see that. Also, I guess one more announcement. We are going to put together... Maggie, look at the camera. (laughs) We're going to put together a seminar, extravaganza, spectacular, all-time event in the next coming weeks. We're going to get everybody on the training side. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're going to do a giant roundtable type thing. It'll be on uh, a Facebook Live and all the members groups, all three members groups. We're going to take questions. We're going to just... Get a meeting of the minds, talking, talking, training topics as we head into the new year uh, to try to help everybody dominate 2022. Speaking of dominating, who's dominating life more than you? Big week last week, closed on the house, got to take a little tour of the house on Saturday. How we feeling? How we doing? What are we working on? Did we get gift cards? I've been really trying to. I'm really trying to make a push here to get you some gift cards. I got a couple. Um, okay. Let's let's say let's ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I got a couple gift cards and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, we're 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 doing some stuff. Uh, started doing work over the weekend, tearing down wallpaper, uh, putting up some new light fixtures. I almost electrocuted myself once, uh, so that's a win. Um, yeah, that's currently where we're at. Ordering countertops soon, so. Guys have uh, Christmas plans? Yeah, not being there, going home. <laughs> going home? Yeah. Like home, home. Yeah, home, home. Maggie, what are you up to for Christmas? 
uh, Christmas, I'm going home as well, but my home's only like an hour away, so it's not as far. Um, I'm home for Christmas. My brother's coming in from Texas, so that'll be fun. It's exciting. Just trying to see if I had any cool things to talk about. Did I already talk about the rock splitting thing? What? We talked about that, but did we talk about it on here? The video? And the, and the oh, no, no. No, maybe we did. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's just get into it. We are going to talk about the top five things to avoid. You turning me down? Is that bringing too much juice? Dude, man. Top five things to avoid as you head into January, you head into the new year. New year always means new goals. Usually it means for some people getting back into fitness or even maybe getting into fitness for the first time. So we are going to talk about, I got a little whistle thing going on. You picking that up? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, anyway. I'm picking that up. I got the echo so, coming off Maggie's top mic. Five Probably should have thrown her in a different office, but oh well. Things to avoid as you head into January. Uh, yeah, we kicked Maggie out of her own office. Um, actually, before we do this, I do have a shout out. Got some feedback from a couple people on last week's episode on form. I think that was last week. Yeah. Uh, they they implemented a few of the things we did and uh, were way more sore than they've been in a while. Ooh. So some people were actually benefiting from some of this some of this info. So, yeah. See, we got stuff. We got info. We got knowledge and shit. Yeah. So I guess if you're new, we haven't really done like a if you're new thing in a while. Um, yeah. We put this out every week. This is obviously our 86th episode. We had a couple bonus episodes. Try to give you guys some information that you can implement right away into your workouts, into your nutrition, into your routine, whatever it might be. We try to sift through all the BS out there and give it to you in an easy to understand way to implement. And then along the way, we talk about a lot of stupid stuff too. So yes, that's kind of where we're at. So let's do it. Top five things to avoid as you head into the new year. Tyler, why don't you start us up, man? Absolutely. Probably the biggest one that I think all three of us can kind of agree on right off the bat is going to be setting unrealistic goals. All right. Whenever you go to undertake a health and fitness journey, whenever you go to do anything, uh, you have to have an idea of what you're trying to do. Uh, you can't just start and hope to figure it out. Like you really need to know what's happening. Um, and for a lot of people, they tend to, uh, tend to go overboard on that one, uh, and make some very, very big, uh, rash decisions with that. Um, whether it be you deciding you're going to go to the gym six days a week and you haven't been to the gym in 10 years, um, or, you know, Hey, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in the next three months. Uh, you know, some of the goals that are decided on are, are very, um, unhealthy, unrealistic, and just not good. Um, so making sure that you have a good realistic option as to what you're doing, knowing what you're kind of going after uh, and really taking some time to sit down and think about it and look up, you know, what information you need sitting down with one of us uh, and, and talking to us or some, one of the other trainers or whatnot about what could be a good goal for you going into the new year, et cetera. Um, but making sure you're going through the right process of figuring that out, which I don't even remember what episode it was, but we talked about setting goals at one point in time. So there's a whole giant list of things that we went through on that one. Uh, that's easy to kind of go back through and uh, check that one out as well. Maggie, thoughts on goal setting? I mean, I didn't get to listen to your other podcast on goal setting, so I apologize. Get, get, get out. Um, but I know for uh, setting goals, we talked about this in school a lot when I was in uh, training for exercise science and even nutrition. Uh, like a SMART goal, IUP. That's right. The university. IUP. Like, yeah. 
um, talking, uh, setting a smart goal. So specific, you have to be, you know, choose your goal, like what specific goal you want to um, achieve. Measurable, kind of like what Tyler said, you don't want to, um, you want to make it. Uh, well, I guess that's realistic, but measurable, something that you can quantify and like actually check on. Um, attainable, so uh, making it challenging, but also making sure that you can achieve it, um, which kind of flows into the realistic. Um, you want to make sure that you it is healthy and sustainable in the long term, and then time bound. So you want to make sure that goals you have have you know an end, something that you can achieve that is also realistic and sustainable long term. So that's my biggest thing. Maggie bring an actual info to the show. Yeah, here. yeah. I love that. so great stuff from Maggie. A lot of good examples there. Obviously, measurable is important. A lot of times people just want to lose weight or feel better, but there's really no way to track if you're actually doing that. Uh, setting realistic time frame is really important, too. I don't know who said the quote or whatever, but it's like if you give yourself 30 hours to do something, it's going to take the entire 30 hours. So if you set a time frame, as long as it's realistic, you'll be more likely to knock it out during that time frame. So if you give yourself a whole year, to lose 10 pounds, it's probably going to take you the whole year to lose 10 pounds. So um, make sure you sync up your time with your goal, make that all realistic and, and make it something that's going to force you to get to work on it. So last thing on goals that we did talk about in that, that episode is uh, the types of goals you're setting. I think it's really, it's, I think it's better for most people to set process goals instead of outcome goals, which is something we talked a lot about on that episode. So instead of setting a I want to lose 50 pounds, set your goals as I want to go to the gym three times a week. I want to drink a gallon of water a day. I want to eat five, whatever. I want to eat this, that, whatever. Um, set goals that if you do those goals, it'll ultimately build up and lead you towards your outcome goal is going to give you more guidance and more short-term kind of motivation as opposed to sometimes depending on the size of your goal, you could be staring down a pretty big goal. It's going to take a long time. Oh yeah. And just having that finish line that seems very, very far away is not always going to be enough to like get you there. So uh, process goals over outcome goals. Again, you can go back to that whole goal setting episode for more info on that. So number one, setting unrealistic goals, which leads us into number two, which is uh, we making a hatless appearance on the show. I'm realizing that my hat is covering the light and my face just looks dark as shit. <laughs> Sorry, now you look artistic and smart. I know, right? So that leads us right into number two. So once people set unrealistic goals, the next thing they usually do to try to reach those unrealistic goals is biting off more than they can chew. Who wants this one? Who wants Who wants to start us up? Maggie, take first go. All right, Maggie, first crack. Well, I know I used to do this a lot back when I was in like high school. I was big into setting New Year's resolutions. And so not only would I set the fitness one, nutrition one, but I would set like different ones like for my life but they were all unrealistic all like kind of what they mentioned earlier like I wanted to get into the gym five six days a week but I hadn't really been going like once or twice so I just I wanted to do that and I would do cardio for like half an hour and then I'd make sure I'd lift for an hour and then like stretch so like I wanted to do go into the gym do all of this all at once when I had barely been into the gym at all um like right out of high school and so trying to do all of that on top of every other goal that I wanted to do just made it impossible in my mind to accomplish. Cause once you start failing at one thing, it kind of tumbles. And so, um, snowballs, if you snowballs, yeah, yeah. Snowball yeah. Effect. Better. also best. So, um, but it just made me unmotivated to do 
the nutrition part, I'm made motivated to do any of the rest of the goals I had set. So it just kind of, like I said, snowballed into just not achieving any of them and then starting again next year. So um, it's definitely uh, unmotivating whenever you set so much, set a really high expectation for yourself from the get-go. So let me hop in here and then finish this up and then Sounds take good. us to the next one. So this is, um, this is a big one. And I think we've talked about it before. This is something that I, uh, was just talking about to the, um, to some people a couple of weeks ago. Um, these decisions and these goals are always made during the time when we are most motivated and during the time, usually where we have the most amount of time to dedicate towards it. So, especially January, you're talking about after the holidays, there's really not a lot going on. There's, you know, it's getting dark earlier. It's cold. You're not going to go outside and do stuff. So you have the most amount of time available to do it. And you're generally the most motivated coming off the holidays, probably ate a lot of food, not feeling that great. So you're most motivated. You have the most amount of time available. So you dive in seven days a week, two hours a day. And then what happens is eventually either you just get worn down and you can't maintain that pace or life like resumes, like kids have spring sports, weather starts getting nicer, it starts getting lighter out later, some more stuff's happening. And now all of a sudden you don't have as much time or you're not as motivated to go seven days a week, two hours a day. So then what you are doing is less than in your mind, if you're only going four days a week, which typically would be awesome, but now it's less than seven. So you feel like, oh, I'm not going as much. It's not going to be as effective. And then it just kind of goes downhill from there to the point where you're like, oh, if I can't do it fully every single day, then what's the point of doing it at all? And then you just kind of go, uh, you, you kind of fail from there because you're viewing it as, as less than or not effective or whatever it might be. So keep that in mind when you're planning, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about with the third one here. But whenever you're starting out, make sure you're planning for the times of the year where your schedule is, is the most hectic, where you're not going to have as much time available or where you might not be as motivated plan for that time. And then you'll be able to maintain that consistency all year long instead of starting out hot and then, uh, kind of fading away. Yeah. Like that goes into what I was going to talk on, which is like, you know, the all in mentality that people tend to have all in is never the way to go. Like, it doesn't matter how motivated you are, how disciplined you are or anything like, going all in like that, uh, is, is just doomed for failure. Um, you know, hundred percent of the time, um, the amount of people that we've worked with that come in like, Oh, I'm doing it all. Like I'm coming in four or five days a week. I'm doing my nutrition I'm doing this I'm coming in on the weekends. I'm going for you know hour long walks on this day and this day and blah, 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 blah. And then three weeks, a month later, two months later, we don't see them. And they just, they stopped coming in, they stopped doing stuff. And what ends up happening is exactly what Ryan said, life resumes and kids have sports and people have this and people have that and other things come up, the holidays happen, parties to go to, things to do with family, you know, other things might, you know, come up and occur, change of jobs, change of, you know, home, like whatever it may be. And when you're viewing this all in sort of thing where it's like, you know, what Ryan said, if you, if if I can't go five, six days a week, like it's not worth it. Like you're doomed to stay where you are. That's just the reality that's, that's there. So being able to understand, like Ryan said, planning out for the busy times of the year and also just understanding that, you know, part of 
setting the goals and, and setting yourself up for success is understanding that you're going to have to adapt and change as you go. Like this is an ever evolving thing. Uh, certain times of the year, you're going to be busy as hell. Other times of the year, it's going to be slow as can be, you know, other times of the year, you know, work gets crazy. So you have to work out in the morning versus the evening and, and things like that. So you just have to understand that changes are going to happen with that. So planning it, being mindful about that and, you know, sticking to what we said, set the goal, don't bite off more than you can chew, plan around the busy times, and then you'll be able to kind of sustain that habitually over the next long-term period of time. And then with that, to help make sure that we're sticking to that and having that habitual aspect of things leads us into the third thing, which is having a plan. You cannot, you know, setting a goal is one thing and then having a plan to achieve that goal is another. You have to go into these things having a plan and having some sense of structure. Otherwise, you're just going to be running around in circles the whole time. You're going to go up and down. You're going to yo-yo, you know, this and that's going to happen. And it's just going to be even harder to maintain uh, the process uh, when you don't know what you're doing and, and things like that. That's why we've done, you know, the, the, the restart blueprint um, from gym opening back up over a year ago. We did um, start a school year blueprint, you know, for, for parents and so forth uh, a couple months ago, like we've done a couple of different episodes discussing like just how to restructure yourself when it's needed, how to, you know, come up with a plan and, and, and kind of go through, you know, if you, you within the training program, then you guys have it, you know, it's just about coming in at that point. So having a plan, having structure, that's what keeps you going and keeps the consistency. And that's what helps make things habitual, which leads to long-term success. Maggie, thoughts on uh, no plan, no structure? Um, I feel like no plan, no structure. I mean, Tyler covered a lot of it. It's just, it's going to leave you so open for you know, life to happen. And you're not going to know how to deal with that when it does. So just like, like you said, having a plan that's going to give you, like you said, structure of how to come in um, and how to handle everyday life, how to handle different seasons. And, you know, every year isn't going to be the same either. So having a plan for this year, having a plan for different seasons, like you talked about, making sure you know how to tackle what's coming up. Um, and if you don't have, you know, someone pushing you like training or having anyone holding you accountable, that's always, I think, a really good thing, even if it's just like a parent or a sibling or significant other, whatever, having someone to make sure that they know what you're trying to accomplish and support you in that is always going to help with, you know, executing the plan and making sure that you are making it through different seasons. In life, so. Awesome. I think over the eight years I've been training and you guys have probably heard it a million times already too, like the amount of times people have said, like, if I didn't have this session scheduled, I wouldn't have come today. Oh, yeah. uh, it happens all the time. So oh, yeah. Having that structure and having that appointment to come to the gym will get you here uh, far more than just like not having that. Uh, and then also what happens when people don't have a plan, if you just kind of show up to the gym, you're always going to fall back to things that are easy or mm -hmm. things that you're good at or things that are like, I don't know, comfortable for you, whatever yeah. it might be. Comfort. So really, like if something is already a strength for you, the opportunity to improve that isn't like you could, if you can bench press a ton of weight, like you could bench press for years and years and years just to be able to bench press like five more pounds or something. Like 
improving your strengths even further doesn't really do that much for the for the overall fitness as much as improving things that are absolute weaknesses so when you just show up to the gym with no plan maybe you're tired maybe you got a headache you're just not feeling it that day so you're just going to gravitate i'll just walk on the treadmill today or you're going to do something easy or again something you're good at and either way if it's easy or something you're already good at there's not a lot of room to grow there the, the growth is going to be in your weaknesses and having a proper plan and proper structure that attacks your weaknesses is what's going to get you uh, the results that you want um, and maintain those results more importantly. So uh, I think that's pretty much it for that one. Yeah. Covered a lot there. So yeah. number four, let's recap. So number one was setting unrealistic goals. Number two was then biting off more than you can chew to potentially reach those unrealistic goals. Number three was having no plan, no structure, just kind of showing up whenever doing whatever. Uh, number four my goes along with having a really good plan, but number four is is definitely one we see every year, uh, year round, really, with almost everybody okay. that joins the gym. But all the time, over emphasizing, over prioritizing cardio versus strength training, building strength, building muscle. Tyler, you want to start us off there? Yeah, I'm in. So it has been scientifically proven that the best way to lose weight and best way to lose fat is strength training. All right. They have proven it through studies. Uh, they are out there. Go ahead, look for them. All right. Um, strength training is just the king. Uh, when we look at this sort of stuff, you know, we're not saying that cardio is bad, uh, obviously is great for us. It's great for our heart health. It's great if you want to torture yourself as well. Um, but prioritizing strength, over that is is king. It's what helps us live much more sustainably. It helps our body much better. Uh, it helps us, you know, functionally throughout our, our daily lives 10 times more than just walking will. Um, you know, we do walking on a daily basis. You got to walk to your car. You got to walk to the kitchen. You got to walk, you know, into work and, and around stores and stuff. You're doing it all the time. Like cardio is something that, you know, is somewhat subconscious within our lives because we have to do these types of things. Strength training is not. So going back to what Ryan was just saying of working out our weaknesses, we see the most improvement. Well, that's the same thing here. If you do cardio all the time, because that's what you know, and that's what you're comfortable with doing, then your rate of improvement is going to be much slower. It's not going to be as great. And, you know, your success is going to be dwindled at that point. Um, so prioritizing the strength training is going to be king. It helps with everything. Um, you know, whether it's wanting to look better, whether it's wanting to feel better, whether it's wanting to build better, uh, you know, confidence in yourself mentally, if it's wanting to help with stress, if it's wanting to help with anything, it is, it's just, it's the best. It's the best, he says. Maggie, what do you got? Um, well, I want to start by just re-emphasizing the fact that we're not saying cardio is bad. I feel like a lot of people hear, you know, us emphasizing strength training and just assume that, but it's not. Um, and then, um, even though containing has only been open a couple of months, I've seen a big trend with people on like their evolt scans. They have a lot more muscle than they think they do. And you can make that work for you using that muscle strength training, utilizing, you know, upper body and lower body doing everything um, in terms of, you know, building muscle, growing that strength. It's going to help you in the long run. Whenever you're just doing cardio, most of the times it's just your legs and you're not going to build muscle. You're just kind of, you know, using them to, they might lean out a bit, but you're not building any strength there. So utilizing all the muscle that you have is really going to help you, like Heather said, 
burn fat in the long run. That's going to be the best plan. Um, and you can also do, you know, get your heart rate up doing strength training. It's not just, you're not going to keep your heart rate super low the whole time. Your heart rate will go up. Um, surprisingly, I know a lot of people don't realize that either, but, um, if you want to get your heart rate up, you know, like you would with cardio, do strength training, lift some heavier weights, do a few more reps than you usually do. You'll see yourself start to start breathing heavier and you will feel those effects in the long run for sure. Yeah. And I think we've seen that with my zone a ton. Um, people are pretty surprised by how high they can get their heart rate from just doing like a strength training circuit or even just from doing like a hard set of squats or deadlifts or whatever it might that, be. That's Maggie squatting. Mine's always in the yellow and red when I'm squatting. Like that. Maggie gets after it. She does. Maggie gets after it. She's so doing way more than me. So yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, building strength, building muscle builds the metabolism over time. If we're only doing cardio over time, that's going to slow your metabolism down. So it's kind of counterproductive, uh, not really going to get you where you want to be. Nope. If you want to, if you want to do, if you want to look like a pool noodle at the beach, do a bunch of cardio. Yeah. Go ahead. If you want to look like goddamn Lou Ferrigno, let's lift some weights and maybe do a little bit of cardio. So uh, again, like Maggie said, cardio, not worthless by any stretch. It's just the impact it has on your overall fat loss in the long run is, is way less than people think. Um, you know, people want to hit the treadmill, the elliptical for hours and hours and hours. And, you know, after a certain point, it's, it's kind of wasted effort. So focus on the right things. You don't need to like get in shape first to start doing weights, which is yeah. like a weird thing. People say yeah. <laughs> people want to, I'll just go walk on the treadmill for a couple of weeks. And then I'll like do that. When I, when I lose really... this 15 pounds, then I'll start doing that. Yeah. It's, uh, do it first. It's, 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 uh, you don't wait to get saved to start going to church. Am I right, Maggie? Exactly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so you get in there, you get to work, uh, build some muscle, and then you can do some, you can do some, do some cardio. I also, there, so. I want to say one more thing. So I know a lot of people, like I've done five Ks before I've done like running. Um, I know some people are training for marathons and stuff. You can do strength training nope. and it will help you in the long run with oh, your yeah. running as well. So just doing running is definitely going to help you if you're going to do a marathon, but adding strength, making sure your muscles are strong, uh, lower body core, um, just all over. You're going to feel those effects so much more when you're trying to improve your time. So don't ever take it as if I'm not running, that I'm not improving or I'm not, you know, rowing or biking or whatever. You definitely need to add strength to that for sure. Go back and listen to all the episodes from like March of 2021 up until like May of 2021. There's like three months of episodes of Ryan and I talking about our marathon prep training, triathlon training and everything like that. And we were still strength training throughout that whole process, um, you know, bits and pieces, you know, as we went and, and transitioning our training phases as we went along with it. And we're working with somebody right now uh, who's prepping to do that same thing just for something much, much bigger that I don't intend on ever doing. Yeah, not even just from an improving your time standpoint. Um which obviously it does help. We've yeah. had several people that were only running for years and years and years. And Shout then out Sue. Sue and, you know, we've had a lot of people that their their pace has really improved from getting stronger. But then just from the durability side, oh God, yeah. running is such a repetitive motion that you're beating up the same muscles, same joints all the time. So strengthening those ones, but then also, you know, balancing out the ones you don't use as much in running will just help from durability. Go back and listen to those episodes. But First year we did a marathon, I really backed off strength training and felt like crap after every long run. 
last year, this year, I've kept it in more and feel way better uh, doing that. So for sure. Great point, Maggie. And then uh, let's bring it home. Number five, bring it home. Last one, big one, lack of focus and or accountability on our nutrition. All right. Working out's the easy part. Nutrition is the hard one. Kick it off, Maggie. Well, I know we say it here a bunch, but nutrition is going to be the majority of your battle, whatever your goal is, whether it's to lose fat, gain muscle, um, whatever it is, you need to focus on how you're fueling your body because that's going to be how your body's going to perform in the long run. Uh, I know I had someone yesterday come in and he you know, comes in and works out, but his nutrition he knows is crap. And I put him through one of our small group workouts and he was doing some of the simplest of like ab exercises or squats. And he was really feeling it. And the whole time he was like, he knew he just felt so sluggish the whole time he felt, you know, um, more winded and he just, he hadn't been feeling himself. And that's what he talked about the whole time. Cause he's been consistent coming in three times a week, but every time he does, he's just not feeling great. So that how we feel ourselves affects how we feel through a workout and affects how we feel like even throughout the day. So if you're not uh, feeling yourself in the morning, uh, skipping breakfast, skipping meals, or just eating one big meal, you're going to feel probably more irritable or tired. Your body's not going to have energy to run, uh, run itself throughout the day. So it's going to have an impact on multiple areas of your life, not just training, not just you know, strength or running or cardio, whatever, going to have impacts throughout your entire daily life. So nutrition's a big one for sure. She's the educated one too. <laughs> like she's got the degree in this. Yep. Nutrition like, degree, IUP, exercise science degree. So. Like she's got it. Like, and she, and obviously she's not wrong. Food is fuel. Like how we eat uh, is how we feel. You know, if you eat garbage and high processed foods, you're going to feel like shit. If you eat, uh, you know, whole foods and, and more sustainably and things like that, then you're probably going to feel a little bit better and you're going to have more energy and so forth. And that plays a massive role in everything. It just, it truly is. I would not eat crap before going on a 15 mile run except one time I did do that. Um, but didn't go well. No, it didn't. Uh, wait, no, no, that run was okay. I don't know what happened on that one run that I almost died. died. Yeah, that, was the, that was the pizza, the pizza day. No, the pizza day we were at Westmoreland. Oh, all right. Well, either way. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like the food, food is everything when it comes to the stuff. And Ryan and I talked about it actually just a couple episodes ago. Like food is probably the hardest part of all this. Like getting the workouts in, that's usually the easiest thing for most people. Like, and they think that that's the the thing that's going to change their life is is the exercise, which it will, as long as you fuel yourself accordingly. Like exercising is easy, nutrition is hard. Nutrition is a mental battle. Exercise is not as much of a battle. Yeah, and, and I think you know we've talked about before. You could not work out and just follow like a proper nutrition plan, and you would still make progress yeah. um, on a weight loss goal. You can't not follow a nutrition program and just work out and make progress on a weight loss goal, at least sustainable progress. That's for sure. So, yeah. uh, very important. I think the other really important and overlooked part of nutrition is having some type of accountability to it. Um, uh, somebody that's checking in with you about your nutrition or that you're meeting with on a regular basis to talk about it. When you have somebody to answer to, you know, that can, that can prevent you from grabbing those cookies. If you know, you're going to have to tell Maggie about it next week because i don't know if you've ever seen maggie in a leather jacket it's a little intimidating so Biker gang. uh you don't want to walk in here 
you know, having having a couple extra slices of pie when you got Maggie staring you down in the in the ten pound black <laughs> leather, ready to kick your ass. So uh, the accountability piece is, I think, is missing for a lot of people on nutrition. You can find ten thousand million meal plans online, but the accountability is usually what's missing for people. So yeah, if you don't have that, get it. Uh, whether that's us, whether that's you know, like Maggie was saying earlier, it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, whatever, a family member. Accountability is going to be huge uh, on the nutrition side. But nutrition, most important, not only for how you're fueling yourself, but to make sure that you actually have the ability to lose body fat uh, is all going to come from from the nutrition side of things. So any, uh, any other thoughts on nutrition before we uh, tie this baby up? No, I got nothing. I mean, I think going back to what we said before, like having a plan, life's going to happen throughout the year. And, you know, we're not saying cut everything out, but in moderation. I know we talked about that when I was here for the holiday one, but we're talking about how to prepare for the holidays, but doing everything in moderation, making sure, you know, you are planning for what you can, but life's going to happen. So um, as long as you're focusing on nutrition, have a plan to, you know, if you mess up one night, start back on that plan the next day. You're going to see a lot more success than just beating yourself up if you miss one thing or if, you know, you're really craving something and it's you can't handle that. Mentally, it's going to make you feel a lot better to allow yourself, you know, a little bit of grace here and there with, you know, I had one cookie. I'm not going to let that set me back two months of progress because I, you know, wanted a cookie. So. Remember, one bad day a week is 52 days in a year, and that is only 13% of the year. You can still be You're really excited. I was so that. excited. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, this nutrition one goes back to a couple of the things we already talked about. So Maggie was talking there about not having a plan or structure for your nutrition as well. We mainly talked about working out earlier with that one. So that's a big piece of nutrition. Yeah, and for sure. Also the, the, the biting off more than you can chew. Oh, God, yeah. Literally, literally, huh? And yeah. figuratively. Oh, oh, so, oh, um, oh. Biting off more than you can chew in terms of like two aggressive of a nutrition plan too restrictive of a nutrition plan you're not going to be able to maintain that for the long run especially when some of those life thing happen life things happen events going out to dinners whatever it might be if you're if you're trying to be too restrictive uh it's gonna it's gonna catch up to you so keep that in mind but top five things to avoid this january setting unrealistic goals biting off more than you can chew not having a plan or structure with both working out and nutrition, overemphasizing or over-prioritizing cardio versus strength training, and a lack of focus or accountability on the nutrition side of things. If you avoid those five things, you'll crush it in 2022. Be a big year for you. Absolutely. You want to talk about your rock thing now? No, it's not that important. I did want to bring up, I've been doing a new thing. I've been putting baby powder in my hair sometimes when I don't wash it. So that oh, it actually, yeah, I've heard that before. So that it doesn't look as greasy. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't need the, I don't need the production. You know, just give me a little, <laughs> give me a little. I got access to baby powder. You know, so I, I've been doing that a little bit. Really happy with the results. Nice. Right, uh, if anyone would like to know the technique, just you know, let me know. I'll let you know. Reach out. I do have a thing that going back to your rock splitting video, which I think okay. we talked about last week. I think me and you talked about Maybe. it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about, about it, on here, so, but, but I, I got sucked in actually last night on Facebook videos. What'd you get? 
I ended up watching like probably 45 minutes of like the five minute craft crap. Uh, like that's a good one. You ever dude, get in on those one, one, those like one they, they were so annoying. Like the five minute craft things. I'm like, why are you doing that? There's Did you ever get in on those like one pan meal ones? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are real good ones yeah. too. It looks the looks thing. Good. That, yeah, the thing that threw me off on the five minute craft thing is like I watch it and I, I see like them pop up on ads on Facebook and whatnot every once in a while, and it's like it's like 45 seconds, some yeah. whatever like that. The one video was like 20 minutes long. That's not a five minute craft. I watched. Well, they like. Like it was like compilation videos yeah. that I just showed a gotcha. bunch of stuff. Greatest like hits. yeah, but I was like, it was like 20 minutes. And I ended up watching like 15 of it. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, what are we making? Hand turkeys over there. I don't know. I think 10% of their videos are actually five minute crafts. I think the rest are all like 20 plus. Plus, you have to go to the store and get whatever supplies you need to do that craft that you're just supposed to have lying around the house. Yeah, that, that was that was my thing. I was like watching what they were doing and I was like. Are you just supposed to have that sitting at yeah, home? Exactly. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like it Did was, you make one? Absolutely not. It was like 10 30, man. I was laying in bed. Yeah, that rock splitting video was great. I can't remember if I got in any I'm trying to think if there's anything. Oh, I watched this video of how they put giant ships into the water. Oh, dude, those Did are the you best. see that one where it's like, those, yeah, it's like almost like tipping over, and then and, like, and all, like, yeah, great uh, video. If you've, never, if you've never seen giant ships being actually put into the water, because like, it's not really something you think about. No, like, right after production, and they got to get put into, and after maintenance and all that, like yeah, they got to get dude, put into the water somehow. It's, it's this so, is a great video. It's so cool. These things were like forty-five degrees, about to tip over, and then all the water goes like shooting out a little canal that they put it in. Yeah, great, great video. So yeah, so good. If anybody else has been uh, sucked into any good uh, Facebook videos, let me know. I'm always, I'm always in the market. Yeah, no, right? I'm always in the market. For always looking so, for stuff. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Speaking of videos, if you're not watching the video version by now, I mean, you're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out on on just visual and auditory entertainment. I mean, doesn't get any better than that. So make sure you subscribe on youtube so you can see maggie being very confused about where to look while she yeah, talks sure. and uh <laughs> you can see tyler's hair if you've never seen tyler without a hat you can uh see that Not on episode often. 86 so leave us a review on apple as well all that stuff uh stay tuned for announcements on when we're going to do the seminar roundtable spectacular extravaganza meeting of the minds thing oh yeah uh, we'll make sure we get that out to you and have a good Christmas, huh? Yeah, Merry yeah, Christmas. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you next week. See ya.